dreams, guitar, a bag, and hotel keys. Oh, am I enough? Coming home, the mailbox filled with a little junk in a lot. Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nowhearthis.biz. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now You Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Nashville, my guest is a national touring and recording artist, singer-songwriter who plays guitar, we're talking to him today on the heels of his seventh release. He has a brand new EP out called Everything is Changing. As a result, he has a very busy December coming up with 11 shows in 18 days in seven different states. And Mesa, Arizona, he's coming to see you on November 20th. He has toured with some household names in Christian music and was blessed with the gift of his first child earlier this year. You've been hearing a song of his entitled Enough in You. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Johnny Diaz. How's it going? Outstanding, Johnny. Great to talk to you. Thank you so much for making the time for this. Thanks for having me on, guys. You bet. Uh, So let's have you start off by telling the listeners all about the song that we were just playing, Enough in You. Yeah, so if your listeners have ever heard my music before in the past, it's probably because of my song, More Beautiful You. It's a song I wrote specifically targeted towards females and um, some of the images that they have with self-image and and finding those things in Christ. Well, you know, for a while I've been thinking to myself, well, what's the the guy version of that song? (laughs) You know, it's not necessarily the mirror, although that can can be an issue. I, I think for guys... Guys, um, the question is, am I enough? Not necessarily, am I pretty enough? It's just, am I enough? Am I enough of a provider? Mm. Am I enough of a man? Am I enough of a husband? Am I enough at my job? All these things. And and so um, I have just been on this journey uh, in my life um, to, to just realize that no matter what good I do, no matter what bad I do, I am enough because of what Christ did, and nothing can change that. And so that's what the song's about. Amen. And uh, certainly I was <laughs> listening to you rattle off that list, am I enough of this and that? And then my, my head was nodding <laughs> like a bobblehead doll <laughs> in agreement with it all. Certainly you're right, all of us, all of us guys do go through that, unfortunately. But, uh, but praise God, that, that's, a, that's a great message that he gave you to put in that song, because uh, it's certainly something that, that we do all need to hear. As as men and as uh, you know, as sons of Christ and and you know brothers who who need to help each other out with with some of those struggles. Totally, yeah, and I mean it's not just guys, clearly, but I do think that that guys all over the place just struggle with with those insecurities. And and if you ever see a guy, you know myself included, a guy that just 
you know, exudes confidence and looks like he has it all together. I promise you, underneath some of those layers, some of those shields, are these same exact insecurities. And maybe that's why they put up those walls and, and just try and put on that face. And so, um, you know, I'm just learning in, in my own life to just tear down those walls and just say, you know what, what I do really doesn't matter. It's all about Christ in me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we certainly are going to talk about your latest release and all things Johnny Diaz music. But first, congratulations on on becoming a father. I'm tempted to ask how everyone has settled in, you, Libby, and Charlie Grace. But maybe the question is, has everyone settled in? (laughs) (laughs) Ask me in about 18 years and we'll see. Um, No, you know, people people told me that it'll be the uh, most fun and most difficult thing I ever do. And uh, that is completely proved to be true. It is it is an absolute joy, and I'm so sleep deprived, and um, all these things all at once. <laughs> mm. uh, but but sleep deprived with a smile on your face, nonetheless. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So so it sounds to me like the hospital did not give you the owner's manual. Is is that the case? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out when I do the first oil change. (laughs) Here's your baby, Mr. Diaz. Have a nice day. Wait a minute. I have about (laughs) 3,412 questions before I walk out the door. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, God bless you. And and, uh, as I say, congratulations. I'm I'm sure that this must just be a a tremendous time in the Diaz household. And you've probably gotten more visitors in the last several months than you did in the last several years. (laughs) Oh, totally. They're actually... uh, how my wife and I we, we kind of downsized a couple years ago so we live in a tiny little house and there's not really a good guest room in it and um, the house for sa- uh, three doors down came for sale when we found out we were pregnant and and we thought man if we could if we could get that house um, it'd be such a great guest house and then we could just uh, do nightly rentals like Airbnb <laughs> and stuff during the other time so um, we've had so many guests but it's nice to have a place that's Close, but away at the same time. <laughs> so you were able to get it then? Yeah, we ended up getting it. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, congratulations also on the new P- the new EP, of course. Uh, I-, I apologize in advance for what is probably a question you're often answering, but I just think that it's more important for the listeners to hear in your own words, in your own voice, what the meaning is behind the title of the EP, Everything is Changing. <laughs> Well, there's a song um, from my new daughter, Charlie Grace. There's a song on there called All Because of You. And, and in the line, in the song, there's a line that says, everything is changing now. And um, and not only is that how I feel about her and that song, but it's also just kind of how I feel about life right now. And so um, it's just a lot of what I'm going through. Um, just a, a crazy season. It's, it's all amazing things, but it's just kind of crazy. My wife and I actually opened up a gym, a, a group training fitness facility in Nashville, Tennessee. And, um, and so uh, in theory, I kind of have two full-time jobs right now. Mm. (laughs) Uh, One is just being an entrepreneur and running that with her. And one, um, is still traveling and touring and doing music ministry. I'm going to play, you know, close to a hundred concerts this year. Um, and so that's still a full-time thing. It's still something I want to do well and do with excellence, but, um, there's just there's only 24 hours in a day and there's only seven days in a week and, <laughs> and so um the, you know just all these things and, and then by the way throw a baby into the mix um, <laughs> all these things are, are just kind of going crazy 
you all at once and they're all blessings like i can't point at any one of those things and say man i should i should cut that out because it's it's unnecessary Mm. um so they're all great things they're just things that are causing me to kind of change my priorities change the way i spend my time change my my definition of a good night's sleep um (laughs) all these things and so everything really does feel like it's changing but i think that's good testimony though johnny because it shows people that you can glorify God through things as simple as being an entrepreneur because everyone here is, ooh, Johnny Diaz and all the touring and records and stuff like that. But, you know, here's Johnny Diaz, who is that person also saying, well, I feel that I'm glorifying God now through these blessings that he's given me, which obviously, I mean, Charlie Grace, I mean, that, that's that's a no-brainer. But to see in, in your business that, hey, this is something that I, I can't look at as a burden uh, I'm saying hats off to you for this testimony that you are finding different walks of life in which we can still glorify God every day. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you saying that. You know, our, our gym, we have about 250 members, um, anywhere from age 20 to age 50. And it's just people doing life together, um, you know, caring about uh, their health and their well-being in that way, which which is awesome. But also, we just get a chance to love these people well. You know, it's not we're not preaching the gospel specifically during our workouts or anything, um, but we are in the in the sense that we just want to love everyone who comes in our doors equally and love them well and, and serve them well. And, and so it it really has turned into a ministry. Well, for me, it brings to mind one of my favorite lines, which is, uh, preach the gospel, use words if necessary. And 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 that's what you're doing. Uh, so, uh, it it sounds like congratulations are in order that that's a, a fairly recent venture. Yes, we started um, in last December, so not even a year yet since okay. we've really had our doors open. Okay, and I do pride myself myself in the research that I do for the show every week. But I, I will I will plead ignorance and say, do you do music ministry uh, at at a at a specific church every week, or or maybe you're you know say involved uh, perhaps with a youth program or something of that nature, or is or is what you're doing as a recording artist the extent of your music ministry? Um, it's pretty much the extent. Every now and then I fill in at my church, um, and and I'm happy to do that. I love getting to do that. But more than that, I love um, not doing that. <laughs> when when I'm finally on at home for a Sunday and be able to be in church with my wife and my daughter and able to just worship with it, with my friends as well, um, I, I love that. And so... For me, maybe one day down the road, I'll be a little more actively involved in our in my church's music ministry. But um, I just love uh, there's so many gifted people in the church. I love giving them a chance to do it and and just being able to enjoy that from the other side of the stage. Nicely said. And and I know in my own experience, I've been around plenty of musicians in our church's life teen band who themselves will say that. A lot of times they don't feel that they're getting as much out of Sunday as they would like to because they are too busy doing the music that they'd rather be in the congregation, you know, doing exactly what you just described. So uh, certainly there there is very much something to be said for that and, and getting out of it what, what you described. Yeah, I mean, it's so easy to let serving God replace knowing God. And that's a tough thing if you're ever, you know, actively involved in a church, um, because it it just feels like almost it can turn into a duty 
Um, and so, you know, it's not impossible uh, to have the right mindset and to say, you know what, this is my worship of God. This is my time to do it, even though I'm also responsible for playing this well or singing this well. Um, I, I think it can and should be done. It's just, it's just got to, you got to find that balance. That's for sure. Yes, I agree. I agree. Well, I want to talk about the timeline of your music. You were putting out releases on what looked like an every other year basis, 2003, 2005, 7, 9, 11. And then in 2014, you released Let It Fly. And now all of a sudden, a year later, there's more new Johnny Diaz music. Is it is it don't read too much into the pattern? Or did something change that you went three years between albums and now there's new releases from you in back-to-back years? <laughs> uh, it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the pattern wasn't intentional. It just kind of worked out that way. Um, as a, a lot of those records, I needed time to uh, recoup them and to support them and to travel around. And, um, you know, I don't play 300 shows a year. And so I can tour off of the same record for a couple of years, you know, before I really start hitting the same markets with the same songs. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, if I came out with a new record every year, I feel like I would kind of miss the chance to play some of those in front of people. Um, but also uh, during that process, I, I switched record uh, companies. And so um, there was a time when I kind of, uh, put out a little EP on my own independently during that gap. And then when I moved over to Centricity Records, they liked those songs so much that they decided uh, to turn that into a full-length record and call it Let It Fly. And so that's that's the reason for the longer gap in there. Is it's just kind of in the midst of figuring out contracts and figuring out songs and things like that. It just took a little longer. Um, but I was I was really happy to be able to put out this uh, new, P, new EP, Everything is Changing, um, somewhat quickly after that and just, just keep new content coming. We knew it was only going to be a half length. It's only six songs. So I didn't want to make people wait a full two years just for mm-hmm. six songs, that's for sure. Well, and for those of you who are listening, who are up and coming musicians, singers, songwriters, etc., go back and listen to episode eighty-eight with Karen Waldrup. She's a uh, she's there in Nashville. She's a country artist, and she and I talked about, uh, among other things, that was that was actually Karen's uh, second time being on the show. But um, we talked about what Johnny just alluded to, which is playing songs that are your own originals and then all of a sudden coming back in front of that same audience and do you have something new by that point so listen to that one if you're an up-and-comer that's at that level of your career and you kind of want to hear someone's uh, opinion of it who's who's out there doing this on a regular basis and uh, similar uh, johnny um, on episode 86 i had roger fisher on the show he's the founding guitarist of uh, heart the rock and roll hall of fame band heart and, uh, and we talked about, you know, the, that pattern that you and I just talked about. And, and is there such a thing as a, a proper timeline that a musician, an artist should adhere to for trying to get music out? Is there such a thing as waiting too long? And, and Roger's opinion was you just do it when, when it's right, when you're satisfied with it, when, when you're happy with, with what you have. And, and don't release something just because the calendar says to. Yeah, totally. But at the same time, um, if you, I think you can also hold on a little too tightly. Um, I heard I heard a quote one time that said, "If if your first release doesn't come back to haunt you, then you waited too long to release it." <laughs> and um, and there's some truth to that because at a certain point, whether you feel like the songs are perfect or not, um, 
you just need to get them out there and just let them be used. And so it's definitely that balance of, of not rushing it, not putting them out there before they're ready, but also not holding on so tightly. I've heard of, you know, I've heard of bands that, that hold on to songs in the studio for, you know, years before they, they ever finally release them. And, um, to me, there's, there's a beauty in, um, being able to, to put songs out that are authentic to where you are now. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not as fun to say, Hey, I wrote this song because I was going through this 12 years ago. <laughs> um, it's, it's a little more authentic to say, Hey, I wrote this song because here's something I'm sitting in right now. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it's definitely a balance. That's for sure. Yeah. I like that though. I like that take. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line is Christian recording artist, singer-songwriter Johnny Diaz. Visit his official website at www.johnnydiaz.com, spelled J-O-N-N-Y, so there's no H, and D-I-A-Z. Of course, you can also just get the proper spelling of his name by looking at the title of this episode on your listening device. He is very much on social media. Use the icons on johnnydiaz.com to connect with him on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And of course, do purchase his music. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, and on his website. His music is also streaming on Spotify. And do keep up with him online to find where and when you can see him perform live. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. That's spelled H-E-A-R, as in you hear with your ear. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nowhearthis.biz and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it very easy to get the show every week. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. Get a pen ready, and in a minute, I'll give you the prior episodes of this show that have featured interviews with Christian artists. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And the big news of late, as you know, if you've been listening to the show the past month or so, there is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram at nowhearthisentertainment. There are pictures of guests being posted on there and pictures from the Now Hear This Entertainment interviews that are done here in person in Crystal Blue Sound Studios. And certainly just a big, big thanks to all those who are not first-time listeners. I'm really grateful for all of you who continue to listen to the show. It's amazing to see where in the world some of you are listening from. So if you want to hear interviews with other Christian artists that have been guests on this show, check out episode 11 with Lindsay McCall, which I've said on numerous occasions is my all-time favorite episode. Plus, we had Christian artist Juliana Zobrist on episode 22, Ellie Holcomb, the 2014 Dove Awards New Artist of the Year was on episode 39. Sarah Kroger was the guest on episode 68. And then Danan Kane on episode 82. Uh, Johnny, your song, More Beautiful You, you you mentioned earlier, that song was a number one hit, and and you are on record as saying that you tried for years to recreate another More Beautiful You type song, but finally decided to abandon that plan. So was there a specific moment that you clearly remember tapping out and saying, wow, okay, I get it, I got to move on? Or, Or did it just all finally wear you down enough to point you in the direction that you did go? Um, I don't think there was a specific moment. Um, it just over, over the course of, so, so what happened more, more beautiful you, 
I never thought was going to go anywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even sure we should put it on the radio. Wow. And, um, and it just blew up and, and people loved it. And so then when it came to my, my second single, I thought, well, man, this one's way better than that. This one's just going to be a smash uh, if they liked that last one so much. And, and it didn't turn out like that. And then the following one, I was like, well, maybe this is a little more of what they're after. This one could be, this one could be a big song mm. and, and it didn't turn out that way either. And so just, um, just realizing at a certain point, man, the only time I've really had what you would call a hit was when I wasn't trying for it. I was just being authentic or trying to write a song. And so um, at a certain point you realized, you know, um, trying to recapture that, trying to, to write because you're aiming for some kind of radio success, um, it, it, for me, never really worked. Um, and so I actually, my, my next biggest song after that um, was one that I wrote for my wife, and it ended up getting played on country radio, which was absolutely not something I was trying for. <laughs> and so it, it, for me, I've had two songs that have really done well on charts and sales charts and stuff like that. And it's, it was not the way I drew it up at all. And so at a certain point, you just got to realize, man, there's, there's, this is just not in my hands it's, <laughs> and, and it's frustrating, but it's incredibly freeing at the same time. Well, I think our heavenly father would, would laugh and say, I don't want to say I told you so, but <laughs> it's not in your hands. So, exactly. you know, but, but I, I like that advice though, because for, for those that are listening, there are, that are up and comers, you know, save the forecasting for the weathermen, you know, and even, and even the weather forecasters aren't, aren't always right, but to try to forecast, you know, this is going to be the one, this, this is going to be my hit. You, you, you just can't, you just can't be sure. Uh, and, and, and I, I want to be careful the way I phrase this next question, because, um, I'm, I'm, tremendously familiar with with Johnny Diaz so I don't want you to think I'm painting you with this brush <clears throat> globally but but because we're talking about more beautiful you are you okay with being known as oh the guy who does that song more beautiful you or do you want fans and listeners to kind of leave that in the past at this point um well you know it's better to be known for one song than not known at all <laughs> <laughs> I like that you know there are there are songs that I've written since More Beautiful You and and, uh, and before More Beautiful You that I am actually more proud of, um, and so I would love for people to hear those songs and to be impacted by those songs. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, people say, "Do you ever get tired of playing this song?" Um, I really don't because. Um, when I start playing it and, and I see faces light up, I see little lights in the crowd light up because people are filming it for somebody or something like that. Um, that means the world to me. That means that that song has impacted them. And that song might be the, the only reason that they're there to see me in concert. Mm. And so they, they get to hear all those other songs because of that song. So um, to be bitter towards one song because you have to play it all the time or because it's the only one that's, that's had that kind of success, I think is silly um, for me at least. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that song. Hopefully, hopefully it can be just an, an avenue for people to hear my other stuff through. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and I know myself personally, the first time that I saw you live, uh, Waiting Room is a song that really spoke to me, uh, and and I I would be I, I would think you'd be hard pressed to find anyone out there that that doesn't that doesn't get a, a little smile when they hear you do the opening act song. Um, so you know it 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 may be like you said it, it may be one song that brought you there, but there's certainly others that um, hopefully the the performance will 
will get people uh, aware of and, and interested in and, and, and purchasing. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus, this one is for all the songwriters out there. Remember that when you are playing at a songwriter's festival, you are doing so as much for the other songwriters there as you are for the crowds. Those events are a great networking opportunity, so each time you get to perform, even if it's just one song, that's your chance to impress someone who might want to co-write with you and or become a good contact for you. Don't overlook the importance of the person next to you in the writer's round. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. Are you digging the Bruce's Bonus segment each week? Listeners, are the tips helping you out, musicians and entertainers who are listening? There's one on every episode. We've even got an ebook for sale at nowhearthis.biz containing the bonus from each of the first 40 episodes. So go there and check that out. Um, when you do start writing new music, whether it's what you put out on this EP or something you might write, say, next week, I'm curious, whose opinions do you seek when you think it's done? Uh, co-writers, your wife, God, nobody? Um, how do I know that the song is done? Is well, when, when, when you think it's done and, and you say, Hey, I, th- I think I've got something here. I, I, I think I like this one. You know, I think I want to, I want to record this one. Oh yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I first go to my wife, um, and my wife is, uh, not musical at all, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually very helpful because 95% of the people you're playing your songs for are not musical. Mm. Um, not, not to some great extent or at, at least. And so she is a little more indicative of who I'm actually trying to impact mm-hmm. with my songs. And so, um, I can tell a lot by her reaction, um, from there, typically goes to um, my record label through you know the publishing department through my A and R person and mm-hmm. everything at the label, um, and and if all of those, you know, my wife, A and R, publishing, my manager, if they all kind of have the same reaction towards a song and say, man, this, you know, what a song. Um, then I know that something special is there and I really need to pay attention to it. Um, sometimes it's a little more split and, and I have to kind of do some deciphering. And, and at that point I, I, I can actually start playing the song live and see how people react mm-hmm. to it. I've had songs nice. where I thought that the crowd would love and I thought maybe it would be, you know, a, you know, a next single or something like that. So I started playing it live and I would just look out and say, man, they, they didn't hate it, but they didn't love it. <laughs> so, um, it's a great barometer to be able to just try a song out live and, and, and do that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, you know, my wife, A and R management publishing, if they all kind of line up together and say, wow, this is a great song. Then I know to really pay attention to something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder, will there be a new video for one of the songs that's on your new EP? A new venue? Uh, no, video. Oh, video. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I didn't, I didn't hear you. Um, I, you know, I don't know if there's anything in the works right now. I know we did some acoustic videos, and those are things that people have really responded to, just being able to see more of the live acoustic thing. Um, so I don't know. It all just kind of depends. If something connects a little more on radio, um, then 
it makes a little more sense to, to put some budget behind it and to, to spend the time and effort necessary to make a video. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line is Christian recording artist, singer, songwriter Johnny Diaz. Visit his official website at www.johnnydiaz.com, spelled J-O-N-N-Y, so there's no H, and D-I-A-Z. Of course, you can also just get the proper spelling of his name by looking at the title of this episode on your listening device. He is very much on social media. Use the icons on johnnydiaz.com to connect with him on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And of course, do purchase his music. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, and on his website. His music is also streaming on Spotify. And do keep up with him online to find where and when you can see him perform live. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. That's spelled H-E-A-R, as in you hear with your ear. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nowhearthis.biz and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it very easy to get the show every week. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. Get a pen ready, and in a minute, I'll give you the prior episodes of this show that have featured interviews with Christian artists. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And the big news of late, as you know, if you've been listening to the show the past month or so, there is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram at nowhearthisentertainment. There are pictures of guests being posted on there and pictures from the Now Hear This Entertainment interviews that are done here in person in Crystal Blue Sound Studios. And certainly just a big, big thanks to all those who are not first-time listeners. I'm really grateful for all of you who continue to listen to the show. It's amazing to see where in the world some of you are listening from. So if you want to hear interviews with other Christian artists that have been guests on this show, check out episode 11 with Lindsay McCall, which I've said on numerous occasions is my all-time favorite episode. Plus, we had Christian artist Juliana Zobrist on episode 22, Ellie Holcomb, the 2014 Dove Awards New Artist of the Year, was on episode 39, Sarah Kroger was the guest on episode 68, and then Dane and Kane on episode 82. Whenever we hear of a guest's personal life, I'm, I'm talking specifically about the guest as a parent, uh, we, get, we get a discussion going the likes of what guests such as uh, bluesman Damon Fowler engaged in on, uh, on episode 66. As he talked about touring and being a husband and having two kids. And then actually on episode 72, Nelson Montana talked about doing music and being a single dad. And then more recently, just two weeks ago, actually, episode 90, Elise Black talked about being a wife, a mom, and touring. So, Johnny, what about it? You are now juggling fatherhood, being a husband, and touring. So how are you managing all of that so far? And I wonder, will you bring your wife and your daughter on the road? You know, when I first got married, my wife was my booking agent. Um, <laughs> which is, is funny to say, but it really, for us, it was just a great excuse for her to be able to travel with me 
and and also work while we were on the road. Um, and so she, we had a, a time period where she got to travel with me and see what the road was like and see what I actually do on a day in day out basis. And um, you know, she uh, she was grateful for the time, but she didn't love it. She she just really wanted to settle somewhere and to um, to be able to kind of make a home and and just living out of a suitcase just wasn't for her. And so um, I look back and I'm grateful for that time because I, I realized then like the the goal was never to like try and get to where I could bring my wife out with me because we just knew for both of us it wasn't the best uh, happiest scenario. And so for us, it's just a matter of finding a balance. You know, how many shows is too many shows? What what ways can I make sure? To, to connect with her while I'm on the road, you know, praise God for, for technology mm-hmm. and FaceTime and, and, uh, you know, phone calls and texts and stuff like that. As simple as that can be, that just makes us feel, uh, so much better, but also just, I'm, I'm grateful that I was doing music full time when I first met my wife, cause she's always known, you know, from, for, from day one, she's known what the goal was, you know, she's known what God was calling me to do and, and what it looked like. And so she's always just had this independent spirit where she was, she said, you know, I don't, I don't need to just sit here and wait on you to get home. I need to have a life. I need to have friends. I need to have people around me. And, um, and so I'm grateful for that as well, that she just kind of has that independent spirit that we can be kind of our own people and then reconnect definitely when I'm, when I'm home. So, um, you know, everything that I just said is completely turned upside down five months ago when we had our daughter (laughs) and, um, and I don't know, I I wish I had the answer to that. I I guess I'm just going to have to keep keep seeing and feeling how it feels and seeing what it looks like as I travel away from mm-hmm. Charlie Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the thought of missing something, uh, one of her milestones just breaks my heart. So yeah, I'm, sure. um, I'm just going to have to feel that out. And, and, and ultimately, um, I can do all the prep stuff I can, but it's really in God's hands. If God wants me doing this, I think he'll open the doors and make them clear enough for me to go through. And, and if he doesn't, he'll he'll shut them and uh, and provide other opportunities. It's just my job to kind of be aware and in tune to that. Yeah, yeah, nicely said. And and while we're talking about family, you had three older brothers go into professional baseball. Uh, back on episode twenty two of the show, the guest was Christian artist Juliana Zobrist. Whose uh, whose husband's Kansas City Royals, as of today, are on the verge of going to the World Series. Where is baseball in Johnny Diaz's life in 2015? <laughs> Mostly on the TV these days, but um, it definitely holds a special place in my heart. I I gave many years of my life to baseball and loved every bit of it. And played a little bit in college and um, thought that that's where God was taking me in life. Um, and it turns out God had other plans and. Um, after my freshman year at Florida State, uh, God just called me to go into my coach and, and say, you know what, um, thanks for the scholarship, but uh, I'm supposed to do this music thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a, it was a big turning point for me, a big uh, life decision where I, I had to say, you know what, this is what I wanted to do, but God, I, this is what you're calling me to do. And so laying down my desires and following his plan um, it was not easy, but definitely worth doing. I'm sure. I'm sure. And uh, what 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 baseball team do you follow? Mostly the Braves. And that's where my older brother, Matt, spent most of his career. Um, and growing up in Florida, we didn't have the Rays. We didn't have the Marlins. <laughs> and so the, the Braves were the closest team, team that we had to a hometown team. 
Yeah, and sadly, if, if we're not careful, we're going to lose the raise, but uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a conversation yeah. for someone else's show. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder, though, talking about sports, the fitness factory, was the fact that you were an athlete, did that have anything to do with, with opening that business? It, it didn't. It didn't impact the opening of it um, because it was really my wife's passion mm. um, that that started it, and just my desire to come alongside her and support her in that. Um, but it definitely helps now that we are open because um, both of she played soccer at Florida State, I played baseball at Florida State, and we got to work with some um, world class trainers, and we learned a lot about um, movement and how our body functions, how to how to take care of it. Um, how to push it to the limit, and 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 we we learned a lot during that time. We've learned a ton since, but that was definitely a good head start for both of us. Very good. Well, we're going to close today with a song of yours called "Breathe." So before we let you go, tell the listeners all about this song, if you would please. Well, we've mentioned many times just all the stuff going on in my life. You know, whether it's the the Fifth Factory, whether it's music, um, whether it's my daughter. Um, all these things going on in, in life, um, they they just made me busy. And so um, I, I walked into a co-writing session um, with with two friends of mine. We, we sat down specifically to write a song. And I just remember walking in the door thinking, I, I shouldn't be here. I don't have time to be here. I don't have time to write a song. And at that moment when I felt that, I just realized, man, I just need to breathe. I just need to to trust God and to lay all of these things that are good things um, in his hands. I need to make sure my serving God doesn't replace my knowing God. I need to make sure instead of always being a Martha that every now and then I'm a Mary mm-hmm. and I can just sit at God's feet and rest and breathe and remember that he'll take care of it all. And so that's what we wrote Breathe about. Nicely said. Johnny, thanks so much for your time. Uh, do appreciate it. God bless you and continued best wishes with, with all that you're doing in the Lord's name. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Absolutely. That will do it for this week's edition of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to Christian recording artist, singer, songwriter, Johnny Diaz. Remember to visit his official website at www.johnnydiaz.com, spelled J-O-N-N-Y, so there's no H, and D-I-A-Z. Do engage with him on social media, So like his Facebook page, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe to his YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. And of course, do purchase his music. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, and on his website. His music is also streaming on Spotify. And do keep up with him online to find where and when you can see him perform live. Don't forget to visit www.nowhearthis.biz and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot, if you could please do that. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and share, which they call repost, episodes on there and you can also follow on soundcloud you can even comment right in the middle of a track let's get your feedback on the show too. post your comments or questions on the now hear this facebook page there are links to it and twitter and even the now hear this official youtube channel on now hear this dot biz plus there's a link there to this show on instagram or send us an email the email address is on the contact page of now hear this dot b i z 
We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Johnny Diaz. This is the one he just talked about. It's called Breathe. Just breathe